It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode number 680 of Locked On Raptors for Thursday, March the 12th, day one of no NBA. It's very bizarre. I'm, of course, your host, Sean Woodley of, I think, stillraptors.com. You can find me on Twitter at WoodleySean. You can uh, find all the podcasts at Locked On Raptors as well, all the links to every single episode. And please, of course, make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. We're not going anywhere. The things are going to hell outside, but all of the podcasters on the Locked On Podcast Network are self-quarantining anyway, just because that's where we work at home uh, in our offices. So we're still going to be coming at you with daily shows across the network. So whatever sport it is you care about, Please make sure you're checking in on the Locked On Network and the and the teams and all that stuff. And even then, let's just like drop into some random shows. I think people are going to be doing some pretty creative and fun stuff over the course of the next little while here. So uh, while you are wasting or not not wasting time, just trying to kill time while you're hanging out at home, trying to avoid getting other people sick, make sure you are listening to the Locked On Podcast Network because we are posting through it. Uh, all right, on today's show, I am joined by Katie Heindel. Katie, what's going on? Oh, just, uh, you know, did my um, quarantine shot, my (laughs) pre-quarantine shot, Uh, but I'm feeling okay. I got uh, two different people today when I went to the grocery store to get a lot of beer. Uh, Two different people made the, oh, the bare essentials joke, which uh, (laughs) I guess I should have expected. Um, Yeah, I did not set foot uh, in the LCBO. No, I'm, I'm just trying to space my I'm just trying to space my excursions out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think the grocery store, if you can get the beer there, it's it's pretty, pretty quick. Although we're, I think we're low on liquor usually anyway. So that could be a problem. Um, I'm just thinking of like some wines, but you know, like <laughs> it's going to be like wild vines by the end of it. It's going to be just like the refrigerated, <laughs> like grower cider. It's not going to be pretty. Just Capri Suns of wine basically yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Th- things are weird uh so if people aren't aware I, I don't know how you couldn't be at this point but if people are not aware the nba season has been people suspended. are like why aren't they talking about the raptors <laughs> <laughs> isn't there a game soon <laughs> i want to hear that hot pistons preview um, breaking yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, so if, you, if you've not been paying attention, the NBA has suspended its season. Uh, Adam Silver tonight on NBA on TNT suggested that it would be at least 30 days, and who knows how long from there. If you listen to sort of experts, I think they just had a doctor from an infectious diseases doctor from Mount Sinai on SportsCenter I was just watching, and he said that uh, a few weeks probably is not realistic as a sort of timeline for this, and it's probably going to be much longer. We're seeing the NHL has asked its teams to look into the availability of their buildings for uh, July. 
I think there was a rumor from maybe Mark Cuban, or not a rumor, but just a suggestion from Mark Cuban that they could play be playing NBA games into August, which would be super weird and strange. Um, and Adam Silver said on TNT that he was kind of the the thing they're really mulling over is the process of how to actually start games back up, whether it's starting up with the playoffs, whether it's starting where you were on the schedule, you know, fitting in whatever games you had left. It's all just to me a logistical nightmare and that doesn't even start to get into things like the FIBA qualifiers for the Olympics that probably are not going to happen now and uh, all that other stuff that's going on even like the CEBL Team Canada Northern Showcase that we talked about on yesterday's show that very much could be in jeopardy everything is totally just up in the air right now and it's very strange I've never felt like this in my entire life Katie how have you been uh (laughs) taking in all the news it's it's very very surreal Yeah, it's weird. Like, I think last night, that one hour that everybody found out everything felt so long and so strange. And every time you're like, this must be the strangest it's going to get. Then there was just like (laughs) some other breaking news, you know. Um, And like, I guess it it ended. Well, when you thought it would end with like, okay, they shut this game down because they're worried. And then it was like, okay, they shut this game down because they're worried someone might have coronavirus and then you and you're like oh i wonder who it could be a player and they're like yeah someone on the jazz yeah rudy gobert (laughs) the guy who's been the topic of every (laughs) podcast this week (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then um and then like when you're like okay this must be the craziest it could get uh but then the whole thing with like the pelicans not taking the court because that like the ref (laughs) from the Raptors jazz game was refing that game. Uh, and then the league just being like, all right, we're, we're suspending the season. Um, and I, like, yeah, like it was crazy. It was like the reality that everyone was kind of, it's not that we're getting used to it cause it is still changing quite rapidly, but I think that was the fastest experience that we had of like your reality changing so quickly and realizing that that could keep happening. Like, it's not like, not to be alarmist. And I, and I think like people have done a really good job and of adjusting. And I think people are very like adaptable. And I think at least from where we're sitting, uh, in Canada, in Toronto, you and Hamilton, but I think like things are slightly alarmist as they should be, because I think they're just being handled with like care and seriousness. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the people have, people have kind of gotten used to this new normal, which is good because, you know, the new normal is just going to keep changing. Like the next, you know, 48 to 72 hours are going to look a lot different already than what the ones previous to this did, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, my hope with all of this is that the reaction to it and maybe overreaction in some ways and the alarmism is all sort of, like, I hope we look back on it and say, damn, we overreacted to that because that matters quite a bit. Like, if we overreact now, then we're probably, like, doing the right thing. Well, exactly. Yeah. Like, we've like, learned, we've seen wanna... what happened elsewhere. Like, Italy's yeah, still like, shut down. That's the thing. Like, you know, anyone, I think that anyone that's been, and we're seeing this mostly in the States where, like, I think it's actually the sense of like a lot of people that live, it's like mostly with government. Right. And I think they're just kind of trying to cover their asses because I think most people realize like, wait a second, like their response is not matching what it has been more globally. So I think like now you do want to overreact and you do want to like, you know, 
cancel things. You do want to just like take all the, take these like self quarantine measures and do everything that people are advising that even is still crazy to like be, these are the words coming out of my mouth that we're talking about right now. <laughs> but like you want to do this stuff now because in like two weeks, if you don't, what's the reality, right? Like yeah. it's, it, it, it's, yeah, it's better to look back on it and be like, Oh, well, well that, that one week or those few weeks, like we really, you know, we really overdid it, but that's better than like underdoing it in this case. Totally. Um, yeah, there's, there's lots of different like things to talk about, I guess, but I, I don't know. I don't want to spend too much time talking about like the, the like, I don't know. The, the, we got a lot of time to fill on this podcast over the next many weeks. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be many developments of the coronavirus. I will just and, say, I, yeah. I do just want to say like in the, in what I mentioned of like people being adaptable, like I know it will change because people's like realities will change and mm-hmm. the way people process like stress and anxiety and like pre, pre, like extreme pressure around them really varies person to person. But from what I've seen so far, what has been really heartening is like a certain level of like care and compassion and like checking in on people. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the things that might be harder to be aware of as things drag on and people just kind of want to get back to normal. Right. Yeah. So I think like, you know, and we talked about this a bit before we started recording, just like to be online all the time and to like be in the echo chamber of like Twitter. We're all there. We're all like doing that. But to step away sometimes when you have to and to kind of reconnect with like real life, the people around you, uh, even though like a lot of people we know online are the people around us. <laughs> but just to keep like because it can be so isolating, right? Like yeah. like things like this like can be so isolating. Um, so it is important, I think, wherever you can to have these like touch points of like community. Um, so I don't know. I've been heartened because I feel like I've seen that a lot. Yeah. I, hope it stays I, that way. I agree. Even as like toxic as a lot of the onlineness is and why, you know, as much as I sometimes wish I could stop scrolling cause I know I'm not going to see anything good coming up. Um, I, I do wish that, or sorry, I, I am happy that, you know, it, it has felt very like communal in the experience of going through it. And like, I don't know, it, it's been nice to like be able to throw jokes out with like-minded people as much as it's not a joking matter necessarily. You know, it's still, it really, really needs to be joked about. I think at times because it's just so absurd and that's how people mm-hmm. cope with things. And it's been nice to have that sort of fallback. And I, again, I, I'm hoping that this here podcast will be that sort of uh, community, a place you can come to over the next little while when everything else is shit and you're, you know, people around you are alarmist or people are getting sick or whatever, uh, come to this podcast and we will, uh, I'm sure, surely indulge you with some nonsense that'll help you uh, get through it. Um, Unless we go full Infowars yeah, and full which, conspiracy theories. Yeah. It's, just like, <laughs> it's gonna take three days, no? Well, the conspiracy theory that I've been thinking up is actually... The Toronto Raptors are behind the the entire outbreak for a couple reasons. One, they want to prolong <laughs> their title chances. Also, they want to cancel the opportunity for Giannis Antetokounmpo to win a title with the Milwaukee Bucks, thus increasing their chances of luring him in free agency in the summer of 2021, assuming we get there. Uh, I, I, that's the first time I've put pen to paper on that theory. <laughs> just <laughs> throw it out there. Uh, the, again, I, I'm with raptors.com. I, I, they don't, I, my views are not represented by the company. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? Oh, I felt extremely bad yesterday. I think this was before things like were canceled and uh-huh. 
we really knew what was going on, but I was like, oh, you know, I, th- I said this to you. I texted you. I was like, is it bad to feel like if, if things shut down for, I thought it was just going to be like, I don't know what I thought, not a long time, but to think like, that's good for the Raptors because they can rest Dude. and get better from their current injuries, not having a, a pandemic disease. I have one message from my grandma and my uh, DMs right now. Let me read it to you. Uh, she said, "Re ban on the bright side of all. All the players will have lots of time to recover from their injuries. So no, you're not a bad me person because <laughs> I and your grandma. Yeah, because <laughs> we know my grandma is cool as hell. Uh, <laughs> the one who calls Fred Van Fleet little Freddy. By the way, I got two bobbleheads today from the Bobblehead Hall of Fame." Uh, that are Fred Van Vliet bobbleheads. Yeah, I got like uh, that's a that's a that exists. Yeah, they sent me some stuff. Because uh, <laughs> oh. I guess these <laughs> these have been inducted. I suppose there's one where he's in like the new like the throwback jerseys. It's like a bigger one, and then there's a small championship one. And being that my grandmother calls Fred Van Vliet little Freddy, I will be definitely give gifting her. her literally little Freddy. <laughs> I'm hoping she's listening to the podcast and she just had her surprise spoiled, but I'm not sure when I'm going to get to see you again, Grandma. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see her necessarily. No, I, you can no. mail it. Although you can mail it. My grandma's the kind of person who we've always said is going to outlive our entire family uh, because she's just like absurdly keen on health, um, whereas I and the rest of my family are not. But uh, either way, that's besides the point. Shouts to uh, the Hall of Fame, the basketball bobblehead, or the just the general bobblehead Hall of Fame in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> hope they're sanitizing well. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, I, I wanted to take an opportunity to talk about the Raptors. So the news from the Raptors, obviously everyone was pretty alarmed last night when it was Rudy Gobert who was uh, diagnosed as the first NBA I, uh, player like, with it. I can't believe it was Rudy. It's ridiculous. It's, like... it's just too on the nose. It's <laughs> Of all, I know, exactly. Like, with of the, everyone. With the mic touching thing and him you know, taking justice into his own hands now, quite literally. Uh, and also sort of the weird sort of backwards way to look at it but maybe kind of makes sense uh that bruce arthur mentioned today like executives told him like rudy gobert's maybe a hero that saved america because him like being reckless and getting uh diagnosed with coronavirus uh maybe is what launched like the sort of the i mean i'm sure that's how rudy's yeah. gonna look at it but <laughs> absolutely yeah sure respect respect the hero of the world rudy gobert um yeah, so it's just, it's it's just way too over the top. But people obviously were very alarmed, alarmed. That's not a word. Alarmed when Rudy Gobert was the <laughs> one diagnosed because uh, literally two days ago he had been trying to punch OG Ananobi. Serge Ibaka kissed a ball that he had shot with a free throw, uh, as Serge Ibaka is wont to do. Which maybe he wants to revisit that practice in future years. I'm not sure. Um, but so and he got in Lowry's face. He did. He got in everyone's face. He was screaming. There was lots of. Uh, ejecta coming from his mouth, I'm sure, a lot when he was having those tamper, tan- 
tantrums uh, when he wasn't getting calls in that game on Monday. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, with the Raptors having played them, the request has been made by the NBA for all of the players and traveling party on the team to go into self-isolation for the next 14 days. Uh, it sounds like they've all been tested as well which is its own weird bag of worms we don't need to get into today. Uh, I guess it's Canada, so the testing's a little bit more available to everybody as opposed to the States, well, where it's it was available only and it's a different <laughs> And it's a different test, yeah. because there's like multiple tests going around in the States, and some are just not working, yeah. so that's cool, too. Very, very good stuff that's going on south of the border. Uh, but so, yeah, the Raptors got uh, morally, <laughs> morally sound tests done, and it sounds like all the staff and everything as well, I'm, I'm assuming the broadcast teams and stuff like that as well, are uh, going into self-isolation for two weeks. And so hopefully everyone's good there. Everyone's kind of in the age bracket where everyone should be okay, it seems. But obviously you can't be too careful. And so uh, that's the state with the Raptors right now. My question to you, Katie, mm-hmm. which Raptors are going to relish the two weeks of isolation? Which Raptors are going to go stir crazy? Which ones are going to discover new hobbies? This can be what takes us to the end of the podcast. Let's just talk about this. <laughs> uh, well, Stanley Johnson is already having a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there, <laughs> there's a great... Uh, I think I'll, I'll give this cred to like Dishes and Dimes, my colleagues there, mm-hmm. uh, pointing out that the picture that he posted today of himself playing video games, there's a lot of rolling papers yeah. in his in the beautiful inlay of his beautiful coffee table. Hell yeah. Um, so he's just playing video games and chilling, I think, like having a great time. Uh, I really liked Rondé so far taking to just making jokes on Twitter like the rest of us <laughs> right away. Um, I don't know. I think like uh, OG might be a bit anxious mm-hmm. until he gets those results back, but I could see him easing into things pretty well. Yeah. What about you? I think OG, yeah, I think he seems like the kind of person who might get a little bit like tired of not having people to get under the, the, the skin of. You know what I mean? Like he feels like he probably thrives. He's not like the most I mean, he extroverted can prank person. call people. He, oh my God. <laughs> I hope he starts pranking everybody. Just call prank up call Surge him. and yeah. goes, uh, maybe we uh, edit in a edited prank call in a second. Um, <laughs> but just calls up Surge and it's just like, bring, 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 bring. Surge. Surge. Oh, I'm Surge. What, 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 what about scarves? What, what, about, what about scarves? 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 Boop. <laughs> Just like taunts him for two stray weeks with calls like that. <laughs> I think he, I think he'd mix it up. I don't think he would just call Surge. Who, who um, else would he be prank calling? Who else is he going to prank? Uh, I feel like Fred would just know right away, yeah. or he would just pick up and be like, "What's up, OG?" Motherfucker, I got caller ID. <laughs> yeah, or he just wouldn't pick up. Yeah, um, Powell, I think is like a little gullible. Yeah, he does seem like a bit of a trusting fellow because <laughs> he's so kind yeah. and such like a warm soul. Yeah, so I think Powell. Um, I could see him pranking Ronde. I feel like him and Rondé, or like maybe they would team up to like do prank conference calls. 
<laughs> what if one of them starts to prank with test results? Is it too soon to joke oh about my God. this? Sorry, I'll. We should wait until everybody has theirs. <laughs> Whoops, it's, it's, too soon. It's kind of funny to think about. Uh, He's like, "Hello, this is me. It's a doctor. I did it's your a test." Dr. Mario. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, you got it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's how I would picture him, like, pranking, barely pranking. Um, who, I think, who's going to have a tough time? I think, um, I actually think Serge might have a tough time. Yeah, he seems like he's the social bell of the ball a lot of mm-hmm. the time. He... He's not going to get to shoot vi- like videos for a while, I assume. He might have to just ride off of this Marcus All uh, that class episode that is apparently dropping at some point soon here. They need to drop that to brighten some days, I think. Yeah, they need to uh, accelerate that's, that. That's what we really, really need right now. Um, Plus any B-roll they're sitting on. <laughs> yeah. Plus, Serge is going to have to sit and sort of ponder the fact that maybe he's not a very good cook. Maybe, though, he... Uh starts cooking like crazy he's got all those ads on the subway now for that like delivery oh you don't know you don't take the subway uh, there's the tv ads good food yeah well i don't I've know i don't have ads. cable oh fair enough <laughs> raptors games a lot <laughs> i'm streaming that i'm streaming that um all right anyway he maybe he utilizes that maybe they are sending him a bunch of food as part of his ambassadorship and he's like you know what i'm i'm gonna start cooking because maybe that is a way to like ease his uh like stir stir craziness his cabin fever he starts to do like live streaming of himself cooking maybe just gets like really experimental maybe he goes to costco to stock up on things and gets like a full no he can't leave his oh that's right yeah duh (laughs) duh also no like none of them actually have to people are gonna go get them things yeah well maybe he <laughs> orders someone to get him a big spice rack or maybe someone has given him a gift of, a, of an enormous spice rack and then he uh he's sort of just like all right oh let's ooh, basil okay let's do this oh, a little bit of uh, oregano we can work with this like he'd just be expanding his horizons which he learns what spices are yeah yeah and he, <laughs> <laughs> i've only ever worked with salt pepper and herb gloop before this is uh, a whole new realm of possibilities for me uh how do you do you know who sorry go oh, ahead go ahead no, no, go ahead i was just gonna say do you know who i think is just gonna like sleep through it who i think chris boucher is just gonna sleep <laughs> he's been playing a lot of Fortnite with malcolm miller lately so he's probably going to sleep and like, he's just going to go back to like a true teen boy oh, yeah. schedule. Yeah. He'll be playing video games all night and then just like sleeping all day. And eating all of like the frozen processed garbage he wants and never getting any less skinny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could, I definitely see that. How's Kyle going to handle Is Kyle just happy he gets to like hang out with his kids for yeah, a little while? Yeah, I was going to say, like, Kyle's probably, like, so stoked. He's probably he so to- tired right now. He's he's also good. I mean, but he'll be taking a lot of, like, dad naps. He'll be like, come on, guys, like, let's watch a movie or, like, Aww. let's go do this. And he'll just, like, fall, <laughs> fall asleep while things are happening around him, which is, like, very sweet to think about. Just but- on a sexual couch while the kids are bouncing around? Yeah. Uh-huh. Aww. Or, like, putting, I'm, like, picturing him putting something together but i don't know what but like you know. just like the the most elaborate lego 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, okay, okay, like you take over. I'm just going to like rest my eyes for a minute. <laughs> um, so I think Larry's going to rest up. I think he's like, he's going to, I think he's going to be calling guys to like check in on them. Yeah. Yeah. Because he used to call, like him and DeRozan talked every single day. So mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to, there's going to be a good chance for these guys to like, Start up if they don't have it already to get a good like phone rapport going. Maybe he'll get like a, a beloved's conference call going with Pascal and yeah. OG. Yeah, they're gonna do Zoom conferences daily. <laughs> I like that. I think if anyone is gonna organize that, Lowry would. Oh, absolutely. And then he'll just like morning check in. He'll yeah. absolutely work in basketball theory as well into part of the mm-hmm. conversation. He's like, all right, now guys, it's time to learn. <laughs> <laughs> The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How do you think uh, Pascal's handling it? He seems to me like a guy who might have some trouble with it. That guy seems like he's got a lot of energy that he needs to just like yeah. get out into the world. And I feel like he's going to be bouncing off the walls. I mean, he could still, I guess it depends like where they can, because they can still work out, but they can't work out together. Yeah. Like no group workout. So I guess it's assuming where they live and like what the facilities are like there, where they live, or if they're like allowed to go to certain gyms that are like empty. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but he's got his brother. So at least he's like got people around him. Yeah. He plays video games too, but yeah, I think he'll be more, I think he'll look, he'll get the most stressed out, but in the way that he, he's like, I'm, I'm kind of losing, um, not that he's like going to lose, lose his like momentum or like lose his talent. But I feel like he might look at it as like every d- day I'm like not working towards something. I'm just like, um, atrophying like a little going, bit atrophying and also just like going backwards. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even though he's, I don't like, that's not going to happen, but I could no. see him in his mind being like, Ooh, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could definitely see Pascal being the guy who Regressing most often is the word I was trying to th- uh, yes. really hard to think of. Yes. It's, it's it's trying time for all of us, Katie. It's okay. Um, Sorry. I was I was gonna say I think Pascal is the guy most likely to like do a fake dunk on every door that he walks through, just to, like <laughs> out, of, out of the energy of needing to just like be playing basketball. <laughs> just like oh oh yeah no nice dunk that's a fifty right there. Um, <laughs> I um, who's gonna get into baths? <laughs> Mark Gasol, obviously. Yeah, but I think he's already into baths. Fair enough. <laughs> I could see OG getting into baths. Mm. Yeah, I could but too like, a little not bit. Not really like they won't have the touches. They won't have like the bubble bath or the salts or the candles. It'll just be a tub. <laughs> <laughs> well, OG has that good pick where he's like in a hot tub texting. Right. Like right. in their facility. Yeah. Or, but that's like for athletic reasons, I guess, not for chilling or yeah. quarantine reasons. <laughs> Of all the players on the team, who do you think would be the most likely to, like, assuming we live in a world in which they all do their own grocery shopping, who would be the most <laughs> likely to be 
like the doomsday prepper where they just got the canned goods and the toilet paper and the dehydrated soups and everything just packed and ready to go for a long time and who is going to the grocery store tomorrow at like 5 p.m after school's out and like just just going last minute and getting the scraps or like going like we did and just like me not making a list and being like, yeah, all this stuff definitely makes sense yeah. to like yeah. sustain myself for yeah. two weeks. So who are the most likely to be it. those two people? Um, In terms of preparedness. I mean, I'm going to right away like count out the guys with families because I think they are already thinking like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fair. Like Fred and Kyle, I think are like. They're they're handling that part of I things. I could definitely um, I can I can envision Fred having a pantry with oh my God. many different yeah. cans and they're all they're all organized so the labels are pointing out. And uh, like special same, things like instant cake mixes, instant brownie mix like just things that you're like in a pinch. Like this is what I think of when I think of like my parents' house, you know, and it's like, yeah. boom, my dad's been uh stocking Dr. Ucker pizzas for like Six years or more. <laughs> Whenever they go on sale, he's buying five of them because they yeah. just have that much space to store things. So mm-hmm. uh, I feel like Fred's in that zone. You know, he's like p- pretty prepared. Um, I think Powell might be a bit of the like uh, opposite of Doomsday. Like yeah, us. the last minute. Like <laughs> I can, I'm, I'm good. I got this. I'll just I'll take care For of it For himself now. though, I could see him having already like pre-ordered or like sent many people around to different pet stores to like get a very specific kind of food for his dogs oh yeah he absolutely has infinitely more dog food than human food right now (laughs) yeah a hundred percent um either matt thomas or patrick mccaw i think are the preppers (laughs) i was gonna say (laughs) they strike me as the preppers I don't know. So it's a th- like I don't know why, but it's just like I think it's them. <laughs> yeah, Patrick McCaw. He's resourceful. He, you know, he's always. He's ready. also just so weird. You're like, who yeah. would surprise me the most? Oh, it's gonna be Pat McCaw. Patrick McCanns. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a freezer full of McCain like super fries. Oh my god! Get that sponsorship <laughs> going. Um, yeah. And yeah, Matt Thomas, like, just has, I, I think he just has, like, only, like, in like smoothie mix and stuff like that. Like, very, like, stuff that's just, like, it, it's very functional foods. It's, like, dehydrated But also, he could, like, beans. field dress, he could field dress, like, wild game if he needed to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Just, like, Tywin Lannister in that scene in Game of Thrones. Uh, it's the coolest scene in TV history. They could kind of, they kind of could look alike in the right lighting. Matt Thomas and Charles Dance, absolutely. Yes. Uh, I also think Pascal is pretty stocked up, but only with PB and J. Yeah, and it's because <laughs> they gave like Jif like gave him yeah so many cases and and like Smuckers is the jam. I'm sure they just like sent him like so much so much of it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's uh he he's loaded up with that. Fred too. Fred's got I feel like Pascal's like sort of a one track. All right, give me the smooth peanut butter with the Smucker's jam. But as we mentioned with Fred and his ornate pantry, he's probably got smooth, crunchy, extra creamy, light. Organic. And then, yeah, and then he's got like a marmalade, he's got blueberry, he's got 
strawberry seedless and with ends with seeds he's got it all and, mm-hmm. and then i don't know if he like is, a, is there some sort of barter system between him and pascal i guess that's not sanitary or healthy at this point um that's what i was thinking too <laughs> are they giving peanut butter to other guys on the team who are like oh shit yeah the peanut butter's all like norman powell when he's yeah. like oh the only thing left is like dog food this frozen fish sticks <laughs> yeah and dog food yeah <laughs> uh well all the best to the lads i hope everyone's doing all right i hope the, that everyone's uh, healthy and that all the alarm is eventually for no big reason, which would be great. Katie, I feel like we can probably wrap it there. We should. We don't want to burn too much content because we have a lot of stuff to do over the next thirty days without <laughs> much source material. So, uh, I mean, we'll be okay. Oh, but yeah, absolutely. you don't want You don't want people to get used to like extremely long and luxurious pods in this time of personal scarcity. Yeah. We should all be rationing. You know, everything from food to content. Definitely. Uh, I'm with (laughs) you there. I will be definitely at some point over the course of the next month doing uh, dramatic readings of chapters from We the Champs as episodes or segments. So keep an eye out for those. We'll have Alex on as well. We can do some back and forth. Katie. We've uh, got a couple, you know, fanfics we haven't burned through yet. Yeah. Well, we're, we're well supplied. We're the doomsday preppers of content. (laughs) that's true people don't know this but uh this is our time this really (laughs) is the time like i I can't it's really weird to say and it's very like dystopian and ghoulish i'm like pretty excited for the podcast without basketball (laughs) i i think this is where we're really gonna hit the ground and you know have our starters moment have our basketball jones moment (laughs) where they uh really really just during the lockout kicked ass and then got hired to nba tv so what i'm saying is we'll be getting hired you myself vivek whoever else wants to come on we'll be getting hired to uh nba tv canada or raptors.com whatever it is for next season after we just trounce the competition because of our expertise and not talking at all about basketball it's exciting stuff. yeah yeah uh <laughs> katie do you have anything you would like to plug um do i I, yeah like well like on the same note if you haven't subscribed to basketball feelings this is a very ideal time to do that Mm -hmm. um you know content has to keep churning i do actually have some big features coming up with dime so keep an eye out there but you could just follow me on twitter at whatevs to find all that stuff yeah uh check katie out all the good stuff at whatevs on twitter as well uh you can find me at woodley sean you can subscribe to rate and review uh wherever you get your podcasts again make sure you're checking out the lockdown podcast network all the shows are sticking with daily because uh people need the stuff while they're sitting around at home with plenty of time to kill so keep an eye out if you're interested in a team or a league or whatever Go find a show on the Lockdown Podcast Network to support, and we very much appreciate when you do that. Uh, you can also, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, if you have any, <laughs> yeah, I remembered now. My brain is working. If you have any suggestions of things you would like to hear us talk about while the NBA is on hiatus, please drop me a line. You can hit me in a DM. My DMs are open. You can fire a, a Twitter question. We'll obviously do some big mailbags podcasts and stuff like that. Mailbags podcast? That's not... <laughs> I mean, people knew what you meant. People knew what you meant. I've been doing morning radio all week long, and I am just 
completely gassed. My voice, I feel like <laughs> my, my vocal cords are a fraying rope that are not going to last long. But whatever. I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I, uh, yeah, I'm excited for whatever's to come. And yeah, if you have anything you want to talk about, please fire away and we can, uh, we can talk about it for an episode or two or five, whatever you want. Uh, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go ahead and uh, subscribe to and tell your smart device to go and play Locked On Blue Jays right now, for example. If you want to hear what's going on with the Jays and the MLB's season being suspended for at least a couple of weeks, go and check that out. And uh, thank you so much. We will talk to you again on Friday with another episode of Locked On Raptors. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.